Welcome to Dom and Dragons, a Goats and Dragons campaign featuring Dominic Monahan. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. Happy New Year. Also, just a heads up that you're about to hear part of a disclaimer that Andy gave during our recording of this Dom and Dragon session back in June 2020. It might seem redundant, but it is definitely still relevant, and I thought it would be a good idea to leave it in the podcast version for posterity. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. How's it going? I hope everyone's hanging in there. We are uh, back with uh, tonight a new episode of Dom and Dragons that we're going to record live right in front of you here. Um, And uh, we also uh, didn't feel great tonally about just jumping in having a bunch of laughs and goofing around uh without addressing just a couple um things that are kind of going on right now um a little bit of a trigger warning then too Uh, we had no idea the way the world was going when i made up a world where there are a bunch of nazi (laughs) bad guys running around uh talking about races that that are somehow inferior um, so trigger warning, if uh, I, I with the Dungeons & Dragons game, we don't ever know where this is exactly going to go. Please, please understand, all of us on here are very cool, and we're all understanding. The Nazis in this game are bad guys. There might be games out there who want to throw nuance in that. That's not our game. Uh, if this is triggering to you, please know that we, we get that they're bad dudes <laughs> and that, that McKeck poisoned them last round. So, so there won't be much ambiguity here, um, <laughs> on our, on our end. Uh, and, uh, just, just that the topic is out there in the world of the, of the D and D that we're playing. Um, so I did kind of want to address it in case you're just like too saturated with stuff right now. I totally understand. I totally get that. Um, maybe you can come back to this at a later point. No big deal. We won't, you know, no worries at all. You, you do what's good for you mentally here. Um, but, uh, and then to that end, um, yeah, we're not planning anything incredibly heavy necessarily. So, uh, it should be a fun night of figuring out what to do next and shopping, which is always goofy and weird and, uh, (laughs) and maybe some Nazi murder. Who knows what's going on? Um, go Holmians. Man, I right. think we can all generally agree that the Nazis were bad, right? I mean, as a I think we can go out on a limb yeah. there. Yeah, it's, it's... I mean, there, there's probably a few Nazis out there that were, you know, good good to their mothers or, or you know, <laughs> nice to their kids at Christmas time. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're a Nazi, you know. So it's like, yeah. if you're a if you're racist, but you but you pay your taxes, you're still a racist, you know. So. <laughs> it's true. So true. It's true. Um, yeah, so uh, if if that sounds in line with what you guys are thinking of tonight, uh, stick with us. Um, we'll you know make you smile. Um, we're not we're not trying to get everyone an escape from stuff right now. We are literally just having fun with our friends right now, and we want to offer you some a chance to have some fun with us. Um, you know, uh, hopefully our our goal here is to recharge our batteries so that we can then go out and do stuff that that matters and and have our minds right and figure out what to do with our world and we also just need time sometimes to to have fun with your friends um and D is a fucking fantastic way to do that uh so you know uh if we can model a little bit of that for you guys great i'm awesome i'm happy with that all right 
Well, uh, let's begin tonight's episode of Dumb and Dragon. Welcome back to Burden, a muddy spot under the boot of the Gohomian army. If you have a sword, you best know when to draw it. If you have money, you've probably left. And if there's someone you trust in this forgotten place, you hold on to them. We're all just trying to make it here, and maybe we ain't looking too close about what you gotta do to be good in a place like Burden. So, folks, last time on Dom and Dragons, Elif and Connie helped Rose recover a few barrels of Alchemist's fire, very explosive fuel that was stashed away for an emergency, a floating mountain being that's such an emergency. Underneath the town of Burden, uh, it appears the Gaholnians were trying to erect a monument to the god Borir. And that statue came to life and attacked Elif and Kami, injuring them pretty severely. Meanwhile, Mikek and Kalia returned to the town on a griffin as Kryon stealthily flew up to the mountain itself. He witnessed several gatherings of torches and camps on the upper slopes of the mountain. He also discovered a beautiful waterfall shimmering in the moonlight and he found an entrance to a hidden cavern near the waterfall. He was able to maneuver his griffin to land in this opening. He then proceeded on foot uh, further into the cave and turned onto a path where shining light bounced off the minerals lining the walls. After sneaking along silently, Crown came to a larger opening where he witnessed two giants seemingly performing a, a ritual of sorts, surrounding a large glowing crystal. After leaving and gliding down with his griffin, Cryon was able to also make out a large dark shape, gliding in the heavy cloud surrounding the mountain. This caused his griffin to dive in fear and retreat quickly into the town of Burden. And just as uh, everyone was about to turn in for the night, Cryon had relayed his findings, and a, a group of soldiers, Gaholnian soldiers, walked up to the group looking for the Gaholnian garrison stationed there. Mikek persuaded them to drink some tea. Now recording. And Craig is now recording so again. S- I didn't even think about how <laughs> you can uh, go back oh, if you want. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, To drink some of the tea that he had made, uh, rolling a crit 20 to do that. 
Um, and now, as each of you <laughs> have seen the last soldier drop unconscious to the ground, what is it you'd all like to do? Connie's still just lying on the ground. Yeah, wasn't Connie already like, fuck this, I'm going to sleep, basically? I'm just so. laid down where we were. He had his hat on his face like like a cowboy. Of course. And uh, he's he's still recovering from the, their basement adventure. Yeah. Uh, actually, Connie, you're... Yeah, like, whatever's going on with them, people passing out, whatever, you have the hat on your head, you're sleeping, you just need, like, one more cigarette before you go to sleep. And you get a cigarette in your mouth and you're patting yourself for your your uh, tinderbox to light it. Uh, and you pull it out and you hear, like, a chink, 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 chink. During the fight, it seems the tinderbox was broken. <laughs> and you don't have a way to light your cigarette anymore. Wait, but does it... Guess who does? <laughs> nice, very nice. But so does it still work um, as a communication device with my my colleague who I sent with Grom? Uh, you could try it. Yeah, you can try it. Basically what you did was you sort of took some ash and you would scribble on the inside of it. Uh, and then the ash would reform into a reply from that person. Um, so if you want, you can compose a quick message to send to try it out if you'd like. I will I'll write, uh, what was the, the name of that person that went with Grom? Do you remember? Uh, no. <laughs> Neither do I. There was a random person not in my notes. Um. I don't believe. Dear friend. <laughs> Do we still trust in Grom? Signed, sincerely yours, Connie B. Demure. Um, All right. And, but, but you're saying it won't make a light? It won't, yeah. Its main function as a tinderbox won't work. The, you can't quite get a spark anymore. You from... know who can make fire. <laughs> if you just ask her. Aleph is desperate. She's desperate. <laughs> All of her fingers are on fire right now. She's like pointing them towards you. Connie frustratedly kind of like sits up. He really just wants to relax right now with a cigarette. He looks around. He sees Aleph. With, are her fingers really on fire? Sure, yeah. Why the fuck not? Let's go with it. <laughs> he frowns. He looks over at Mikek. Mikek looks busy with some guards. Mikek is just kicking guards. Yeah. <laughs> He looks at Cryon. Cryon looks busy, maybe flirting with some locals. He's doing that. He was just before that, jumping from collapsed guards' backs to other collapsed guards' backs. <laughs> the, the guards that have fallen down after drinking that tea. He's like doing a little hop, skip, and a jump over them. I love it. And thinking of frisking them, just so you know. But we'll we'll wait for that to happen. So. Yeah, so uh, Connie will sigh and kind of give a a little nod to Ella, like inviting her to come over and light his his cigarette. Oh, oh, oh! Do you need some fire, Big Bad Man? Is that what you need right now? You need some fire? Ah, uh, regret to say. 
that yes, I am in need of some fire right now, and that your particular set of skills could benefit me, Elif. Could you light my cigarette with maybe only 20 words or fewer of commentary about said act? <laughs> yeah, look, I, talk, I can totally do that. I don't talk that much. Um, But, like, we're friends, right? We're, like, friends now? This means we're friends. I'm pretty we're sure tight. you we're just be, went past really 20. Cool each other? You've got to count. I can't count and talk at the same time. How, how are you supposed to count and talk at the same time? Can anybody do that? I definitely cannot count and talk at the same time with that whole, like, happy birthday thing with COVID-19. I can't do that. I just please, talk or, or count. I can't do either both at the same time. Anyway, but we're buddies now, right? Right? Please we're buddies? just light my cigarette. <laughs> but we're buddies, right? What? What? Did you ask me a question in any of that? <laughs> yeah, I said we're buddies now, right? What? <laughs> I cannot understand you. I swear, Elif, over the course of our adventures, you've only gotten less comprehensible to me. Yeah, it's probably like all the drugs are something from a keck, but we're buddies now, right? Hey, be cool. Yes, we are. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. I'm definitely like holding you to that. Here you go. And I light the cigarette, but I maybe have a little too much oomph in my produced flame, so it burns through like half of it. Ha! Ah, oh, ah, ah. ah! Thank you, friend. Yeah, of course. I appreciate it. Yeah, because we're friends. <laughs> Andy, d- so d- what? What information does Connie have about? The bounty on Elif. He he doesn't know who put put this bounty out on her, or who yeah. might be paying him. Yes, you do know that. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you'd want to say that in front, or I don't know how much info you want to sort of spill out. Do you mean in front of Lena? No. Because you're just in front asking. Of Lena. Yeah, because Elif can't hear this, so this is Lena you're hiding things from. I'll I'll check in with you about it later, Andy. I just fuck you both. No, thanks for the cigarette. (laughs) Thanks for the light. (laughs) But you do know, yeah, there was a specific person, a contact that had you, um, that had the hit out, not the hit, the the bounty on. I was like, whoa, 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 those are different things. (laughs) And it is a person here in Burden, or no? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I'm. I guess I guess I'll say that Connie is I guess interested in seeing maybe what happens with the mountain first. I guess maybe he's at least smart enough to know that that's more important right now. Okay. And the light helps. So, thank you, Elif. I'm gonna try to get some shut eye right now for at least. Eight hours. Is that how long? It has to be for a long rest? Six, technically. Sleep for six. Watch for two. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, would we all benefit from a long rest right now? Are we Are we all in need of it? You're definitely all in need oh of it, God, yeah. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, certainly. So, uh, yeah, so, and if you want, you can go um, find... I think most of you have a place in town that you can go to and return for sleep. Um, if you want to stay together as a group, uh, you'll need to figure out somewhere to be. Um, 
Yeah, I don't have a place. Already slept at my place at least once. Right. Oh, that's true. Um, before we leave this scene, um, since he's such a tea leaf, I would I would like Cryon to maybe frisk the guards to see if they have anything of any interest. Nice. Yeah, give me an investigation roll. Some of uh, Rosie's boys are are picking them up to take them to the to the prison area. That's a crit. Wow, Ooh. that is a twenty-two, a crit twenty, already. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, yeah, most of them uh just have some normal short swords, uh, crossbows. If you need any crossbow bolts or anything, um, you find also cryon. Um, and however much you want to share with the group is up to you. But you also find uh twenty gold on them. Uh, and about uh, 15 pieces of silver. Okay. So, he's a thief, but he's an honest thief. He's established himself as an honest thief. So I'm going to give five pieces of gold to each of my party. I'm going to I'm gonna pocket the silver for myself. But everyone gets five pieces of gold. Thank you. You're totally welcome, you guys. You're totally welcome. Cool. So you said, like, uh, Rosie's, Rosie's sort of gang is taking them away. Yeah, yeah, they'll put them in the prison. They say they won't wake up till morning. <laughs> you don't, you know for sure what they, what happened to them with the tea. Yeah, they won't even be conscious. Don't put them in the nice cell. Oh, I told them to put them in with can of worms. They'll wake up to a a wolf sniffing them if if that's what they want to do. Wait, but like can of worms, or cell just like opens it, just like opens it, he just like walks out whenever he wants to walk out. So I'm not sure that's always a secure option. McKeck's gonna smile and like walk over to them and rub their calves with like a piece of dried meat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but again, like his cell just opens. It doesn't really lock. Yikes. <laughs> it's hard to run when you're missing a calf. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. And Cryon, uh, you also find a small key. Um, on uh, hidden in one of the boots of uh, the main the main captain. Um, you're not sure of his rank exactly, but the main captain who was talking uh, and looking for for the the garrison here. Small, like, give me an idea. Do you mean like locket small, or do you mean like jewelry box small? Right, or right, Alice like Alice in Wonderland door small. Right, like uh, like a kind of a, a large jewelry box kind of thing. Small. Thank you. And we don't see anything on them that that key could accompany. No, uh, you do. You do also see the manifest. Uh, they were here to pick up um, some ale, uh, some rations, and four giant elk. <laughs> I like the fact that it's a grocery list plus giant elk that are just labeled as giant elk. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we go? Should we go get some shot? Ah, you guys. Oh, it looks like Lena's ready. Lena's ready. Elif can go for days. Elif can Lena's go ready. for like seventy-two hours just speaking. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What do we think? Is there anything else you guys need to do? Sleep. Sleep. Then kill those assholes in the morning. Andy, does does yeah. Connie happen to have back at his bugbear bachelor pad? Any kind of bounty hunter um, tool or object or magic item like that could function as a tracker? Oh, interesting. Um, 
Yes, I would say you do. It, it's a, it's uh, you have a pair of um, you have a pair of birds that always know where the other one is. Birds. Yeah. Yep. Two uh, two fairly grimy looking pigeony, like mini pigeons, basically. Mini pigeons. Yeah. Are they alive? Are these living pigeons? Yeah. 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 Just malnourished, apparently. No, you've been feeding them. It's a, you've been gone a day, basically. <laughs> they're now. miniature. They are Why miniature. are they miniature? Because they're in this magical world. There's mini pigeons. Why are they grimy? Oh, because they haven't been washed, or yeah, they prefer to be dirty things. They've been in been in Connie's inside pocket. Yeah, but they're back at your bachelor pad. Oh, guys, all this. All this action in town here in Burden, so loud, all the jumping around on... I don't think we're the greatest in it! What? <laughs> I didn't get that one either. I know, it's like really great, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's great, but we could all use some rest, especially you and me, Elif, after that ridiculous encounter we had down in the basement. And I don't want to put out our friend Mikak here again by going to stay at his uh, at his shop. So I say, I, you're all welcome to come with me to my bugbear bachelor pad on the other end of town. We could all get some rest there. I know that's where I'm heading. So, and I'll lumber to my feet. Can you lumber to one's feet? Uh, Connie does that. Sure. Okay, I'll, I'll come too. You gonna let me see where you live because we're like friends? Yeah, every, all of you guys are my friends. We're Bob. We're base of burden. Nobody can yeah. stop us. Not some goddamn rugged damn mountain either. But first, we got to get some rest. So anyone's welcome to follow me to my bug pad. Here I go. I'm walking now with my big, long okay. bugbear stride. Step, step, step. I don't know why I insist <laughs> on doing foley work for walking. Who would like to accompany Connie? I think McKeck's going to his place with Kalia as well. I'm like a half block from my house. Yeah. a you're also all welcome to stay here again. I'm just need to sleep. Need to sleep. Elif is going to go with Connie because she's really excited that he thinks that they're friends now and she wants to hang out with him. Okay. Um, and Kryon. Kryon says... Uh, thanks, thanks, McKinnick. Thanks for the offer. And and just grabs uh, Elif by the arm as she walks past and says, Elif, do you, do you wanna, do you want some space with Connie? Do you wanna? Are you, are you, <laughs> do, you, do you need some time alone? No, like I mean, I think like as many friends as possible is great. Like we just have a, like a group friendship hangout. Oh, it's just a friend. It's a friend thing. It's just a friend thing. Yeah. Just checking. Just checking. Just check. I was feel. I was feeling some vibes. There's feeling some vibes. Okay. In that case, Connie, I'd love to uh, come check out your place. You have beer? Yeah, I got bug beer. <laughs> Jesus. What, Adam? Describe for us what bug beer is. Bug beer is uh, a special type of beer. Uh, so far, so good. Distilled. Brewed. Brewed. <laughs> Brewed. Thank you. Brewed, Brewed yeah. in Burden. Um. There, it, it does have a special ingredient in addition to the regular things you might find in beer. Um, there's a special ingredient. It is bugs. Uh, <laughs> it's a very literal drink. 
Naturally. It has nothing to do with bug bears. It's just a bug beer. Yeah. But here's what's really special about bug beer is that after it's brewed, it is distilled. Okay. Which means it's water at the... Whatever. (laughs) That's just a refinement of alcohol. Yeah, actually. It's just like ethanol. (laughs) Uh, Crayon, real quick. Give me an insight uh, roll. I've always wondered that about... I think it's like a sherry or port, which is a, it's basically a distilled wine. But wine is already distilled, so it's like a it's like a double concentrated wine, which is what makes it so like sickly and sweet. And anyway, it's always been something really confusing to me. Okay, uh, what do you want me to do? Insight roll. You know it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm navigating. Blood into feeds. Insight. Right, a fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. So, Cryon, as you uh, as you leave Maquette and go off with um, the others, uh, you look back really quick to Kalia, and she just kind of maybe looks slightly disappointed, and continues on with Maquette. Disappointed in my direction. <laughs> maybe. <There's a> little... <laughs> All right, I'll keep that in mind. With a 14, that's all you know, yeah. But Maquette right. didn't see a thing, right? He didn't see a thing. No. Nah. Right. All right. Um, so, uh, Maquette, you and Kalia get back to your place. Um, you slump down on the ground. Just a, a large clump of earth just falls off of you and just onto the floor from your shell. And She's trying to clean up as best she can as well. And... and uh, you uh, have a night, just a tiny bit of a nightcap um, with uh, what your grandma uh, used to call fairy water. Um, and it's just kind of a, a, a sort of a tumble down moonshine, essentially. But it does calm you down just a little bit, and it's nice, and you start a fire a little bit. And actually, you kind of feel like home again, um, even, even if it's... There's a big shadow looming off in the distance as you look out in the window and you can still see a mountain not too far off. Um, but is there anything you'd like to t- speak with Kalia about real quick? Or? There's sort of like, how did they find you, Callie? Oh, well, I was... You know how I like to talk to animals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Little ones, squirrels and bunnies and some of the mud ferrets in south of town. Well, I was um, speaking to them, and there was a nice little semicircle of several different birds and, and rabbits around me, and they saw that I could talk to them, and that seemed to, to be enough. I think they were going to imprison me at first, but when I saw one of the giant elk, and it just just looks so sad i i let them know what i could do and i let them know i could i could calm it down and why well, they seemed impressed and just kept me there and so i just took care of them as best i could i they let me out to get food every once in a while and i was able to scrawl a quick little message on your bedpost and good and i'm happy you got that appreciated yeah but that's that's about all I could I could do. I'm happy you found me then. I don't know what we would have done if if they came for 
the giant elk. I wasn't about to give him up. <laughs> Did you learn anything from either the people or the elk? Well, the elk kept telling a fairy tale of theirs. A very old one. But it was, it was from somewhere far away, and it was about a mountain that could disappear. And I didn't exactly know what that meant. And I don't know if it's even connected with this. It just was funny. And then the guards were just terrible, awful people that I had to put up with. There was one girl dressed in robes. She seemed kind of nice, but it also seemed like she was very fake. At the same time, it was hard to hard to say. I forget her name, Nene or something. I killed her for kicking you. Yeah, that's what that's what I heard. That did hurt a lot. Uh, we should probably get some rest. Sure thing. Um, tell me, Kelly, if if the elk were to no longer be tied to that mountain, what do you think they would do? Well, uh, I think elk would probably start their own, their own little pack. So what's what's a herd? It's a murder. So what? Murder. Group of elk? Yeah, murder of elk. <laughs> uh, elk or a gang? A gang? It's actually a gang of elk. Is it Interesting. a gang? That's cool. <laughs> it is. It's funny you should say murder of elk, because more what I was going for was the near term. Would they, for example, cave in the skulls of the various racist assholes around them, and then flee, leaving the mountain unpropelled? Would they just stand there and wonder what the hell was going on? It's hard to say with the ones that have been captured. I don't know what their mental state is. I'm not sure what they would do, but... You know, most animals are avoiding danger at all costs, so as long as they can do that, they'll probably do that. Do you think it would be possible for you to speak to the elk that are still here in town and get them to in some way persuade the others to, again, do the murdering of the Goholnians? Sure, I can talk to him tomorrow. Sure, I'll, I'll try to find him again. I we released them to the north end, so as long as they're still in the area, I'll I'll talk to them. Sure. That sounds good. Get some rest, sis. I'm gonna go to sleep. I try to be upwind when you speak to elk because they they have quite bad breath. <laughs> and McKeck's just gonna sort of go into his room, get onto his bed, lay down, and then pull all of his limbs in. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, uh, Cryon, Elif, um, and Connie, uh, you're walking across town. Uh, by the time you get to the, the, the square in the middle of town, you see uh, a few people have started to gather um, outside the large building over here, which is the mayor's house. Uh, and he is, he's rushing out of his house uh, in... in um, <laughs> this is weird for a tabaxi who's, who's a cat person, but he's wearing a bunch of furs. Uh, like long evening robe furs and he's he's rushed out of his place um, and he has a, a small white flag in his hand uh, and he's kind of like looking around and he pushes past the small crowd gathered there and he sees the three of you and he says 
He says, oh, yes, yes. <clears throat> Where might the Bagahonians be? Who? I heard there was more to come into town, and I wanted to make sure I surrendered to them in person. <laughs> uh, that's so, like, weird. Like, you mean by surrender, you mean, like, fight? Fight in person? Because it's really hard to fight virtually, so I understand, like, why you'd need to fight in person. Because oh, it's God, hard no. to fight from far no away. Surrender. I mean, you can shoot people. I can shoot people from really far away, actually. I can shoot really, really good okay. and really, really hard from really far away. And when I gain one more level, I'm going to be able to fireball from 120 feet, sure. which is going to be awesome. I can show you pretty soon. I can show you that fireball. Okay. But I'm sure you meant fight. No, I meant surrender. I have a little white flag I made. Oh. What's this mayor's name again? It was some. You... Bramble Pelt? Yeah, Bramble Pelt. Oh. Bramble Pelt, you son of a bitch. Hmm. The Gahonians ain't nowhere to be seen. Alright? I think they've given up on Burden as a. As a strategic point of interest in this here war. Oh. So the town is officially ours again. Ain't no one to surrender to. Oh. So you can take that flag and shove it where the sun don't shine. Which is anywhere around here, because it is burden. But what I mean is up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, oh, well... If you see them, let them know that I'm ready to surrender at a moment's notice. Okay. Good night. Okay. And he'll step back into this, his mansion. Hey, you guys, when I, when I can do fireball, should I show you guys should I show, show you guys fireball in his house? Just, like, not right now? Although I could. I could do it right now, but not with fireball. But I can start fire. Do you want me to start his fi- light his house on fire? Well, let's maybe get some rest first. I don't need rest. I can go for days. I can go for days, seriously. Like, I have, like, full HP again, and I have all my slow spell slots back because we short rested, so I can just go forever, forever. I can go forever. All right, well, I mean, anything that hurts Bramble Pelt ain't the worst idea in my book. That guy's the opposite of a profile in courage. <laughs> but, uh... Let, let, let's, let's sleep on it, Ella. Let's sleep on it. We'll see how it goes. Okay, and then, and then the morning? Yeah, maybe, maybe in the morning. And then I think Cryon kind of labors the point, and as we walk off again, he grabs, grabs LF's arm again. He says, are you, sh- are you sure? Are you sure you guys don't want to do that? Don't want to just spend some time. Are you, sure, are you sure I shouldn't be blowing the house up right now? I mean, I can. No, 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 not the house. Forget the house. I should blow the house up? I'm not cramping your style, right? You don't, you, you don't want to... No, no. I'm not into men, especially big, 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 big bad men who have tried to, like, kidnap me a lot. I'm not into that type of men, but mostly any men. Sorry, I'm, I totally misunderstood, Elif. I'm, I just, I never want to get in the middle of things. My bad, my bad. All good, all good. No, you're good. Do you want to go light the house on fire? <laughs> no, no, let's talk about it tomorrow. Let's talk about it tomorrow. Okay. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, all right, so you turn down um, this kind of main street. You turn down an off street where it's even more muddy somehow. Um, and up here is the BBP, BBBP, um, the Bugbear Bachelor Pad. Um, it's, it's evening. So most everyone is, is already in their, in their houses, um, taking off the lanterns as it is a fairly clear night. Still, you can see still fires on the mountain up in the sky, a ways away as you're uh, heading in this direction. And then you, you turn yet again on an even muddier street, somehow a small alley that goes back to a, a small hovel in the middle of, of larger buildings. Uh, and that's where the BBBP is. Uh, the bugbear bachelor pad. 
And as you turn onto this street then, uh, Cryon, Elif, and, and Connie, uh, you see an old woman, uh, and and she looked to be kind of leaning over and speaking to a cat. Uh, and she kind of like looks up at you and says, Oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Ah, 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 ah. And she's doing this and trying to squeeze by you in the alley. Do I know this lady? Uh, no. You've not seen her around, you don't think? Do I know this lady? I know like most people in town, I feel like. You do know this lady. I'm going to whisper who this is to you. Okay. Secrets. Now who has secrets, Adam? <laughs> well, technically it's mostly still Andy because Adam was genuinely asking a question. Yeah, but Andy he's going to keep it secret from me. So it's like Fair. it's like a pre-secret. Pre-crit. Okay. Uh, she's tiefling, uh, which means she's um, part part devil, part demon. She has uh, kind of long blue horns um, that just kind of slick back over her head, and um, she has a uh, she's not wearing very nice stuff. Um, she's pretty ratty clothing. She does have a hood that she kind of pulls back, and you see her white hair um, amidst the blue horns, and uh, she just kind of nods at you as she's trying to squeeze by. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Do I have a pretty cordial relationship with her? Yeah, she kind of like winks at you as she's moving past you. Hey, if you're talking to the cat, that's so awesome. I really like cats. Cats are really cool. Where'd the cat go? She looks back down the alley. There's nothing there. She goes, what cat? I'm pretty sure that the DM said you were talking to a cat, and he didn't say you were talking to a cat when we first came up. I couldn't hear the DM, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. And that, that I think there was a cat. I'm going to go find the cat. I'm going to go find the cat, Connie, okay? I'll be back, but I'm going to find the cat. Aleph is looking to find the cat. Uh, yeah, and she kind of, she trips just a little bit on on you, and you catch her, actually, with your reflexes, Cryon, and just kind of stabilize her. Oh, excuse me. So sorry. And she she continues on past you. Is it weird to Connie to see this, like, a random old lady on this particular in this alley yeah very few people live down here sure yeah so can can i don't know can i can connie kind of get a sense of like is this lady up to no good like why uh, is she... sure you can give me a insight roll if you'd like 13 yeah uh, honestly she just kind of feels like an old lady to you that that's a little unste unsteady uh and you You've heard probably now. She it's starting to put together. You've, you've maybe heard of uh, a very old tiefling in town, but that was even a few years ago, and that was like she was like eighty five at the time. So she's got to be at least ninety now. If this is the same person, huh. ah, gotta love Burton, weirdest town in Wigmoles. Was that directed at me? Do I look weary, Sunny? Not weary, weird. You look weird, and it's weird that you're here, lady. <laughs> yeah, yes, okay. Uh, and she kind of then bows to the rest of you, and then she says, Come here, kitty, and then walks away. Where's the kitty? Where's the kitty? Are, do you want to do a perception check to try to look? Yes. Okay. I rolled a nine. This is going to be another one of those nights. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's... Oh. It's real dark down this alley. There are no lanterns. This is basically a forgotten part of town. 
So you're looking down this this street. Uh, you don't see anything. You see a couple piles of mud that may have once been cats, but definitely nothing <laughs> nothing now. Don't say may have once been cats, Andy. What you go over fuck? and it's just like it's just mud. You poke it a little bit, make sure. <laughs> uh, but it's very dark. Yeah, and, and so you're coming up on. Where's the cat? Where's the cat, Connie? Is there a cat that hangs around here? Where's the cat? I didn't see a cat, right? No one else saw a cat, yeah. I mean, you did, everyone did at first think they saw her talking to a cat. And then now no one sees a cat. Oh, then I do want to do a perception check. <laughs> okay, yeah. 18. Beautiful, yeah. Damn. So an 18. Yeah, with an 18, uh, you don't see anything on the ground. You see like a something flying up above kind of some of the roofs. Like a very, like a, a fairly large bat or a decent-sized bird, huh? And then it dips, uh, uh, you know, into the night on the other side of the, the buildings. Interesting. Uh, so what, what I was gonna say was that actually Connie is taking this opportunity while Lena's like, what? Sorry, while Ella <laughs> is looking for the cat and everything. Connie would kind of. Are we kind of near, maybe, we're getting near my place? Yeah. BBBP? Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll be like, yeah, I don't know about no cat. Uh, I don't think it was a cat, whatever it was. But, uh, hey, wait here one second. I'm just going to go in here. Uh, just just wait out here for, like, just, like, 30 seconds, all right, please. Okay, I'll keep looking for the cat. I'll keep looking for the cat. Yeah, cat, cat, cat. yeah you keep looking for the cat, not a cat. If it was a cat, it was a weird-ass cat. <laughs> Um, and Connie's gonna go inside and basically just try to like clean up a bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it's a, a total bachelor mess in there. Okay. Um, so he's gonna try to like just get some clothes, hide them in like a like a closet or a corner or something, dirty clothes. Uh, get like push like with his feet like bug beer bottles somewhere like under under something. Yeah. Um, under the dirty clothes. Um, just trying to make it a little bit nice. presentable, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have maybe 200 square foot here. It's super small, 10 by 20 foot space here. Um, and your bed takes up most of that, it seems. Um, yeah, Kryon, you step in, uh, and you just you see Connie scrambling around trying to clean stuff up and trying to trying to make space for everyone. Um, Kryon's like, what is that, poop? Is that poop? Is that a pile of poop there? What is that? Is that chocolate mousse? What is that? It's not poop. He's like, I don't think yeah. it's poop. Let me look. No, that's <laughs> not poop. Oh, that's weird. Is it just a pile of dirt? Okay, none of my business. I'm sorry. I shouldn't try. Look, it's a uh, muddy town, crying. It's a muddy no, no, town. Hey, uh, you were uh, you were recommending a beer not too long ago. Any chance one of those guys? I uh, sure was. Let me go peek in here in uh, this uh, chilled box that I have. <laughs> it's just a box that's dug into the ground, so it's slightly cooler than the air around it. Yeah, mm. it's kind of like hidden. Like I kind of have tried to disguise it with like a board um but on the board it just in in paint it's just scrawled keep out (laughs) so not a great hiding place but yeah he'll grab one he'll grab a bug beer he'll grab three uh one for you and if elif comes in he'll he'll toss one to her 
Yeah, Elif will come in dejectedly, unable to find the cat. Connie would be looking for... There was a, like, um, like a kind of a floor mat kind of bedroll thing that whenever he and Vern were fighting, Connie would sleep on this, like, floor mat. Uh, but he hasn't, he hasn't used it, so he's looking for that to try to pull out for somebody to sleep on. Crown, give me a perception check real quick. Um, as everyone's looking around this place, too, probably the nicest thing in this entire place is a is a fairly large bird cage uh, in the back corner, um, with with uh, kind of roosts for uh, three different birds, and there are two birds in here. Sixteen. A sixteen. Cool. Uh, as you're sort of like taking off your cloak, like you're starting to stretch out a little bit, looking for a place to kind of take a load off. Um, you kind of pat yourself down. You don't have your coin purse on you anymore. Oh, that old woman. Your gold and silver is missing. You guys, that old woman in the in the alleyway, she stole my money. Check, check, check yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like a notorious thief. She's a notorious thief in town. I guess maybe I should have warned you about check that. Check yourself for money. Check, your, check, check, your, check your pockets. Check your pockets, guys. <laughs> That's burden for you, most criminal town in Wigmoles. <laughs> you got do you guys have your money? Um, do I have my money? Yeah, do we still have our money? Yeah. Oh man. It's just I mean, it's just a thing that happens, it's how things go here. She's a notorious thief, you know. She brushes past, she takes your money, runs away, says something to a cat that apparently never existed. I don't know. A weird cat according to Connie. I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm gonna go see his birds now. And Elif is gonna walk over and start making <laughs> chirping noises at Connie's birds. That it. She only took my money. She took. She took my cash. My my gold and silver. Yeah, just it. the gold and silver. Yep. You you check everything else. You look for the ocarina first, and everything is there. Wow. You check for that little key in your pocket, in your breast pocket. That's still there. It's uh, just just some money. Cran takes a massive gulp of beer, which encompasses almost half the bottle, and does a massive belch at the end of it, and goes, "Well, salve." Burden. <laughs> <laughs> Burden. Burden. Burden stays in burden, bitches. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> um, on his way over to join Elif at the birdcage, Connie will kind of uh, put his hand on Crian's head, I guess, um, and kind of pat him. And, eh, don't worry, Crian. In the morning, I'll help you find that old lady and kill her or some shit. <laughs> Thanks, man. Chink, chink, ball, chink, chink, chink. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Ah, you lo- looks like you found Bert and Ernie over here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I'm really excited to see your birds, but also you can't just go around killing old ladies like Connie. That's not okay. You can't just go around murdering old people. Even if they're thieves, it's not really appropriate. She stole my cash. Oh my god, so what? Is that like a crime that calls for being killed? It definitely isn't. So just like chill out and you can, if you really want your money back, we can find her and get it back because she's like a chill old thief. She's totally fine. Hey, I was just kidding around. Don't you worry about it. I'm not going to kill an old lady unless Cryon wants me to. And I don't think he's going to want me to. And Ella, I think if you went up to her and explained what happened, she'd probably be cool enough with you that she would probably return it. Yeah, Bert and Ernie over here. I've had these two for so long. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I, I probably had them. I probably have had them for more than ten years. Perhaps there used to be three. There used to be three, huh? What? Uh, what, what happened to the third one? <laughs> no, no, no idea. 
Connie doesn't know? Nope. But it's just these two that have the kind of magical effect or whatever. Oh, no. Or, yeah, they had all, all three of them had it. Oh, the three of them are kind of connected like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Bert and Ernie, huh? So um, it looks like Ernie's a little smaller than Bert. So would you say that Bert is Big Bird? <laughs> Big Bird. <laughs> well, that's kind of confusing, don't you think, Cryon? <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Wait, there's no, there's no set there's no Sesame Street in this particular, right? Is there a is there a street called Sesame Street in Burton? Do what? Not in Burton, no, no, no. It's in Malmont. Hey, how does Elif seem to be getting along with these birds? She's chirping at them. Is, does there seem to be any chemistry here? Uh, give me an animal handling check, real quick, <laughs> Elif. Let's see. Ooh, twenty, yeah. Actually, yeah, they seem to, they flock right over to Elif and, you know, yeah, seem to be intrigued with this new person. There has not been, let's face it, there's not been any visitors here for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I'll be, they take a shine to you like mud takes a lick into my boot. Uh... You know what? I ain't seen Ernie take to somebody like this since Vern left. You mean died? Since Vern died? Because I'm pretty sure he's dead, right? Like, I mean, I knew him and I heard about him dying. Is he not dead? Yeah, he died. He was killed by the Gonian army, but that was a few years after he ousted me as sheriff. Oh, right, And when he ousted me as sheriff, ending our relationship, I kept... The birds. And he didn't get to see them ever again. It was kind of heartbreaking for everybody all around. Yeah, that's really, that's like really, really, really sad. And I was never going to see him again because he's dead. That's like so sad for birds. It's really sad. I, and I don't know what happened to the third bird, but... Uh, Thinking about it now, it was about that time period when the third one was gone. <laughs> oh, I wonder if... Oh, God, horrific damn <laughs> Did Vern take the third bird? The third bird's <laughs> name, by the way, was Grover. And... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I'm working up to, you know, is I'm, I'm an old bugbear, and <laughs> bounty hunting isn't treating me as well as used to and you know, frankly I, I don't I haven't had enough money Are you saying to... you're retired? You're gonna retire and take care of the birds? You're gonna retire and just live at home in your dotage in your old age and just hang out with the birds I'm all the time? That's gonna... so cute! That's so adorable! You'd be not... so cute! You'd be such an adorable little old man hanging out with it! Damn it, Ellis! I don't do cute things and I don't do adorable <laughs> things! I'm a serious bugbear character! I am not a source of comic relief here! Ah. <laughs> oh! Now, what I was saying was that I cannot afford to take care of two birds anymore. That's so sad. And the, the, the sight of Ernie getting along with you reminds me of happier days. When Wait, are you going to kill Ernie? Don't kill Ernie. I'm not going to kill Ernie. Oh, God damn it, Elif. You just got to kid. You just let me. Oh, ha, I wish I died down in that basement. <laughs> oh, what's wrong? Why are you feeling so suicidal? Do you need help? Do you mean I can take you to go see a therapist friend of mine? They're kind of sleazy. They live in the slums with me, but they're like really good, and they help us all because we have a lot of trauma. We face a lot of trauma in our lives, and they can help you out. Do you want me to take you? 
Anyway, <laughs> I would like to formally offer you Ernie. Here's the thing about these two birds. They, they, they only are happy when it's the three of them together. When they're not all three of them together, they can't stand each other. Bert and Ernie, they're always fighting. So actually, you'd be making them much happier if you took Ernie off my hands. Ernie would be happy with you. Bert would be happy with me. And isn't that all oh, great? <laughs> but like, I mean, I know you said that I'm happy to do when they're together. But like, I mean, I kind of like, like, I mean, I grew up with a bunch of street children, right? So like, I get it. Like with siblings, you think you hate them when you're with them. But then when you're apart from them, it's like really, really sad. And you're really sad. And you miss them a lot. And sometimes they die. And they get killed by nasty, corrupt army people. And it's really, really upsetting and really sad. So um, maybe I shouldn't separate them because what if they die? Did, did, did Elf just reveal something about her backstory? Like sibling, like <laughs> I don't know. What did you catch? <laughs> yeah, siblings that were killed or something. That's not quite what she said. I, I heard what she said. Mm. Like not re- not real brothers and sisters, but people that kind of feel like brothers and sisters because yeah. they're all street urchins. Yeah. Together. Oh, okay. And then sometimes they get killed and die, and she's sad. She's basically Annie. That's what she's saying. She's Annie. <laughs> yeah. Well, this ain't anything like that. This is very specific. As per the instructions given to me by the the wizard that I bought these off of, he said that they're not like weird sibling relationships. They're very specific bird relationships that when the three of them are together, they're happy. But when the three of them are not together, they're sad. But if they're all three separate, they're happy. Does this sound legit to me based on what I know of birds? Uh, yes. My answer is yes. Andy? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> look, I, you know, I can tell by the look on your face that you don't trust me, but I can, I promise I have details about this story that were not just whispered to me <laughs> in row 20. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I, You don't have to reveal whatever. I'm telling you, I once met a wizard. His name was, uh... Uh, P something. Ponty Pool. Pog Billy. Pony Boy. I think something like Pony Boy. Sounds legit. Oh, oh, he's an outsider. Was he an outsider? Yeah, he was an outsider. He was from Big City in the Sand Wastes named Federo. I just remember that. I think his name was Pony Boy, and he had a a weird ass monkey with him. (laughs) I remember that. But, uh,. Yeah, he gave me these three birds. <laughs> and anyway, look at all, oh, look, ah, oh, ah, oh, Elif, look at little Ernie. Ernie's down here, he's chirping and he's pecking at your little flame fingers. I ain't seen him do anything cute or adorable since I lost my secret homosexual lover, Vern, to the winds of <laughs> circumstance. <laughs> Circuit sometimes that they like that few future corrupt, but okay. Anyway, um, you know that's a little that's a conversation for another time. But like, I just don't know if I can like care for a bird, right? Like, I don't know if I can take care of any other living creature. I mean, look at how much I burn myself. Have you seen the burns on my body and the ashes and the burns in my hair and just like generally fire everywhere? And I just like, what if I burn it? What if I hurt it? What if it dies? Ella, I don't know if I should. Ella, this is a bad idea. Let's let's be honest here. Look at me. Do I look like a nurturing type? <laughs> no. Couldn't he live in your hair, Elif? 
Isn't that kind of... But remember the burning? The burning the hair? I burn the hair. I burn the hair sometimes a lot. Like, I burn it a lot. I don't think I should put a bird in my hair. This, these birds will survive anything. They survived all types of shit. I think they all might be in, in, invincible to fire. Fire resistant? <laughs> like a baby griffin. Pony boy. I think Pony boy told me these birds are invincible to fire. Um, does this bird continue working after it's dead, Andy? No. God damn it. Like most birds. What, does Elif have any kind of bag? Like a bag? Yeah, the, the birds are incredibly well trained. If you want it to attach to Elif, you can just teach her the command word that it'll always just kind of be around her. But it would, you know, it would hide in your bag or hide in your hair or something like that. It's a very independent bird. It can take care of itself. Ernie, Ernie's like that. So... What do you say, Elif? It'll be like, kind of like friendship bracelets, each of us having one of these birds. What do you think? Be like friendship bracelets because we're friends? Yeah, because we're friends and we're facing the common enemy of a moving mountain. And, and even when that mountain's gone, it's like, we're still friends, right? We're like friends for life now, right? That's what friendship bracelets mean? We're friends forever? And, and you won't try to kidnap me anymore? And we'll just be best buddies, right? Well, I, I, don't, I, will, I don't need to kidnap you anymore because here we are together in a never-ending friendship that will never be compromised by other motives of my own. The fourth wall I can't take anymore. <laughs> never. Okay, yeah, totally. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We can have best buddies now. Yeah, totally. Let's be best buddies. And I can have the bird. I can have Ernie. Ernie's adorable. But if Ernie dies, I'm going to be really, really sad. So Ernie better be actually invincible to fire because I have a lot of fire, like, all the time. Like, tons of fire. There's just fire everywhere. Sometimes I'm just, like, I'm half asleep and I just start fires. And it's, like, really scary. You should see my house. It's burned a lot. Um, yeah, and that's, like, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. It's, like, a weird tick of mine almost. Um, so if the bird dies, I'm going to be really upset. So it's not going to die, right? It's invincible to fire? Ernie, Ernie can take care of himself. Trust me. Here, let's just open up this cage. Uh, clink. <laughs> Uh, when you do that, Bert uh, immediately flies out, starts to kind of circle your head, Connie, and lands on your shoulder. Um, and Ernie kind of hops out, uh, just stands there and looks at you, Connie, for a second. And do I remember, Do I, is there a specific code word that I have to say? There is, yeah. I say it. Uh, give me a history check. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're going to go with? Also, I just, I, 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 McKeck is totally not here and so cannot interject this. However, Elif's bag is an explosive satchel. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 12 history. 12 history. Uh, yeah, you think you, you think you remember. It's, it's, um, uh, Vigmoles with a V. All right, here we go. <clears throat> the S is a dollar sound, but uh-huh. it just sounds like an S. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. Abracadabra, jigamarole. What's the word, pony boy? You told me years ago. The word is Vigmos on Elif. All right, and then at that, Ernie uh, starts to kind of flop around and it flies and and just immediately disappears into your hair, Elif. <laughs> And you can you can kind of feel it rustling around a little bit. Ernie, I'm not sure that's safe. You should maybe get out of my hair. I mean, it's probably okay as long as like I don't start fires like right in my hair. But a lot of time my hair is on fire. Like it happens really often. So Ernie, maybe you should get out of my hair. Flies out, then it comes onto your shoulder and just starts kind of laying there. Yeah, that's better. Nuzzles its its head beneath a, a wing and just kind of sits there. We have friends. 
friendship birds now. Friendship birds are friends. We're friends and we have friendship birds and it's wonderful. It's so wonderful. I'm so glad we became friends. I didn't mean to call you big bad, big bad man all the time. You were just always trying to kidnap me and hurt me and it was really not okay. And I was just trying to, you know, fight the power, fuck the power up, burn the power down, burn the town down sometimes, but not like in a, because I'm not upset with the town, just in a way to, you know, kill the authorities because the authority in this town is really corrupt and it's always been really corrupt. So I'm just trying to change it. You understand now though, right? Because you're on my side and we're buddies now. We're so, we're friends, finally, friends. Can I get another one of those beers? Can <laughs> yeah, so during, during, during all of that, Connie has grabbed two more beer, three more beers, has given one to Cryon, and downs two of them while Elif is talking. Nice. Yep, Cryon, yeah, you take another one. And the rest of you then, even Elif, you're getting really tired from the day, the last two days of, of non-sleep and fighting and, and saving people. You all just kind of go silent, let the night just kind of slip away from you. Uh, and each of you is able to find a, a somewhat comfortable place in this tiny room to uh, to sleep. Um, unless anyone's going to stay up and try to keep watch at, at any point. Um, you probably all just pass out. How secure is the house? How secure? Uh, it's, got, it's got a little uh, like one of those little hook latches on the door. It's got one of those hook latches. That's not great. Yeah, I mean, we could take turns keeping watch. Uh, something about the current events with Cahonian soldiers and elks and moving mountains got me on edge. So maybe we could take turns keeping watch. I'll keep watch first. And then I'll wake up my best buddy, Elif. Okay, okay. Good night, you guys. Good night. Thanks for the beer. Good night. You guys enjoy the bed. I'll sleep down here on this mat on the floor. All right. So the night progresses uh, entirely without without any any rousings. Uh, if you keep watch, you you just kind of get bored, looking out the one window onto a very dark, muddy street. Nothing there. Um, Elif is just definitely on her watch, mostly playing with Ernie, cool. and is pretty distracted. Yeah. Then all of you wake up in the morning, entirely. Uh, rested from a long rest, which means you're able to, all of your hit points go back up to normal, you get uh, half your level in hit dice if you've used any of those, um, all your spells, all your key points, everything is back up all the way. Nice. Nice. And, uh, why don't we go ahead and take a break there uh, before we jump into some more planning and what to, what's to be done next. I love it. Uh, so, hanging in there, everyone. Um, we're going to come back and find out what happens to Ernie and find out what's going on with Kalia and Kryon and find out uh, what McKeck's going to do to the Nazis. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> so, uh, Not for the Nazis. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, everyone, uh, take care of your fluids, get a drink or something, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay. BRB? Be right back, everybody. This has been Dom and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, check out our main Dungeons & Dragons campaign, The Fates of Rin, right here in the Goats & Dragons podcast feed. You can also check out our other podcast, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play one-shots, shorter campaigns, as well as have conversations about D&D and role-playing in general. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Helpful Goat. And if you want to hear us play live, you can follow and subscribe to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat. You can also chat with us and other Helpful Goat fans in our brand new Discord or donate to our coffee page to help us keep creating content by clicking the links in this episode description. 
And last but not least, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or Stitcher. We are a small independent game design firm and would really appreciate the support. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. All right. And I might suggest a, a, a drinking game for anybody who's drinking while tuned in tonight. Every time you see me futz with my hair, you take a drink. <laughs> now, why, why is that, Adam? Tell us all. Why are you fussing, buddy? I am. I'm. I'm historically very self-conscious about my hair, but especially the longer it gets, I. Uh, yeah. And like, yeah. I don't think it's vanity, but I guess self-consciousness is itself a form of vanity, and who knows? Yeah, a little. But it looks really fluffy. I'm, looks... I'm the same. I'm getting mine cut tomorrow. But I, I thought you had very debonair tonight when you showed up. Yeah. Debonair. debonair. I like Look at it. His debonair hair. So. I can make a Moobot command so that people keep track of it if you want. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>